Good evening, everyone. Um, this word is kind of more of a reminder. It's coming from James 5, um, verses 19 through 20. And it says, Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he turns a, he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. So sometimes when we see our brothers and sisters in Christ falling short or we see them falling off or giving into compromise or temptation or going along with the popular culture, um, it's easy to gossip about them. It's easy to sit around and talk about everything that they're doing that you wouldn't do. Or it's easy to, you know, judge them and belittle them and make them feel bad and even condemn them in our hearts for falling short. It's easy to, you know, um, withhold grace from them in that time where they need it the most. Um, but the word is telling us if one of our brothers and sisters in Christ wanders from the truth, we are supposed to lead them back into the truth. We have the ministry of reconciliation inside of us. That's not just to reconcile unbelievers to God. But what about the people who belong to our family who, you know, go through a hard time or go through a season where they may fall short or they may give in to compromise or they may give in to sin or temptation. And we have to lovingly draw them back and lead them back into the truth. But a lot of the times you'll find that, you know, we do the total opposite of reconciling them back to Christ. We do the total opposite of leading them back into the truth of love. We we sometimes, we rather just watch them make these horrendous decisions and, you know, go down the path of deception and destruction and we just sit by and we just we do nothing you know and that's not love that's not and I think about it as you know if I were to see my brother you know I have brothers so if I were to see my brother making a decision that was that I knew was going to destroy his life that I knew was going to you know lead him to great pain and anguish granted you know we may not be able to stop every single thing you know we we may have to stand behind the scenes and pray you know sometimes restoring someone back to christ is just lovingly praying for them encouraging them every now and then and you know however the lord leads you but um if you knew you know someone from your family was making a decision that was just going to lead them to a, a terrible place i mean would you really sit back and just let them make that decision Granted, some everyone has a free will. You know, we cannot control and manipulate people's wills. You know, we cannot. But as brothers and sisters in Christ, it's our duty. It's our reasonable service to at least pray, to at least love on them. Love on them. And a lot of us, we got to learn how to love on people in their absence. You know, even when, you know, they have left the congregation or even when you're not talking to them every day or even when, you know, you see the path that they're heading on. It's not it's not leading anywhere good, but you don't talk to them. So you feel like, well, that's not my business. I don't talk to them, but you can still pray for them. You know what I'm saying? It costs you nothing to pray, but a little bit of your time. And a little submission to the Holy Spirit to let to lead you into prayer for that brother or sister that may be falling short or maybe falling away at the time. Um, 
I think we have to grow in compassion and grow in grace. Um, when we see our brothers and sisters making choices that we don't always agree with. I mean, it's easy to sit back and talk about them. It's easy to sit back and, you know, pass judgment. Those things are easy. But those are the times where they may need your love, your prayers, you know. And I'm not talking about your one-time praying. I'm talking about your consistent prayers, your fervent prayers, your continuous prayers to see them come back to the truth, to see them make it out of that season of deception or that season of um, destruction. And we got to be devoted to one. The word tells us to be devoted to one another. Do you know what that means? Devotion is not just I, you know, I see you messing up or I see you falling short or I see you having a tough time in life or going through a hardship and I turn a blind eye or I act like it's not my business or I act like, you know, this doesn't concern me. That's not devotion. He tells us to love one another and to be devoted to one another, devoted to loving each other. Devotion is a commitment, a deep commitment. So we have an obligation to be deeply committed to loving one another. And um, lately, I've just kind of been, I've been, my prayer has been, you know, teach me how to live in the spirit. Teach me how to walk in the spirit. You know, teach me how to find my home in you as you dwell in me. Um, so I've been really practicing Not just intimacy with the Holy Spirit, but being led by the Holy Spirit. You know, a lot of the times people, they call you deep because you want to be, you know, spirit led all the time. And, you know, not saying that, you know, we're we're not going to have moments where, you know, we have to focus on earthly matters, you know. But what I'm saying is I have a greater desire to live in the spirit, to walk in the spirit and to allow the Holy Spirit to lead me. So with that being said, I think that with that comes a greater awareness, not only of what's going on in the, the spirit realm and fixing our mind on things that are above and training our thoughts to be stayed on Christ, but to also bring a greater awareness of how I treat my brothers and sisters in Christ, of my thought towards them, you know, my me growing in love and growing in compassion and growing in grace and watching my conversation, you know, watching what I say and what I speak over even the people that, even my brothers and sisters that may be going through a hard time, maybe, you know, not, not really living an uncompromised life. Like, I think that it's very important that we not have our mouth on them, that we not sit up here and judge them and, and 
and have our tongue speaking curses over them and you know just gossiping about them i think it's very important to extend grace i think it's very important to extend mercy and love and kindness because i was in that place before i was in that place before where i went through a season of my life and i was just openly rebelling against god um and i mean doing what i wanted to do you know and in that season of my life I mean, (laughs) any judgment I had, I mean, it kind of just, I was just like, I have no room to judge anybody. Anybody can fall at any time. I fell, okay? And I got back up again, thank God. But I just think that in that time when I fell, I needed grace. In that time when I fell, I needed love. I needed compassion, you know? And I don't ever want to see someone go through that or go through a situation like I went through or a season like I went through and not have, you know, grace extended to them and compassion extended to them. And for someone to just say, I I know this is what you're doing right now, but I see you past this. And this is not your forever state, your forever condition, your forever destination. I believe that God is going to restore you back to truth. I believe that God is going to heal you and make you whole again in the mind. You're going to have wholeness of mind again. You know, you're going to be put back in your right mind again. Been in that place, you know, where in that season, you're just not in your right mind. That The mind of Christ is just not there. And so I just want to encourage you all with that scripture. You know, we are called to be lovingly devoted to one another. You know, we are called to... You know, you see a brother or sister struggling, you see them living a life that's just crazy, going along with the popular culture. You know what I'm saying? Don't look at them with the side eye and the evil eye. Love on them. Love on them. Remind them of God's love. Remind them that they're loved, they're accepted, they're wanted, they're valued. Remind them of their purpose. Even and, and, and if they don't want to hear it, they don't, you know, uh, they just in that, that rebellious season. They don't want to really hear about God. They don't really want to really know about, you know, the truth at that time. Pray. Pray consistently. And watch what God does in restoring that person back to himself. Amen.